Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Hey, hey little buddy, like, Daddy, I want to be Hitler. Oh, no, I want you to guess, baby. Uh, I want you to guess what kind of candy it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The silver lining that guides us all to the happy little points of life. Oh, how wonderful. Mm. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we've got quite a few topics for you uh, that range from uh, some very serious sadness, uh, stuff that you guys should certainly be aware of, uh, all the way to uh, downright idiotic, absolutely stupid shit. Uh, no people should be making these types of decisions in their life, but hey, you know, it's something to be sad about, something to get upset about, so we're going to bring it to your attention. Uh, okay, so That's first right. and foremost, let's, let's hit you with the big stuff right out of the gate. Uh, we're going to be talking about our good old buddy, uh, Rody. You guys know about Rody? Rodeo-de-o-de-o. Rodeo-de-o. Also known as the gong. Also known as Rodrigo Duterte. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Duterte. Duterte. Uh, he's the president of the Philippines. And the first one from Mindanao. Or that Mindanao. place. Mindanao. Mindanao. Uh, so what, what do we know about this guy, Jimmy? What do we know about uh, We know he's like a big old bag of dicks. Uh, yeah. But in the bad way. He's a bag, bad, big old bad of dicks. <laughs> What's the good way? <laughs> when, bag whenever, of dicks could be fun for some people, you it, know? It's Yeah, it's all about the intent behind the bag of dicks, right? That's and right. so he, he's a malicious bag of dicks. So yeah, there's, there's bad intentions within them. They're coming over. They're they're nasty and dirty. You know, you yeah. don't, don't want to handle them. That's for no, sure. Definitely not. You're going you're gonna to catch something. So... Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I guess sinister is a good word to use, uh, aspects yeah. of uh, Duterte. Uh, but what he's most known for, or at least what I most known him for, is is a very aggressive drug war in mm-hmm. his country. So the United States, we love you know wars, right, in, in the literal sense, and then you know wars on poverty and wars on drugs and stuff like that. But Duterte mm-hmm. took the the meaning of the word war to the next step. Instead of just arresting drug dealers he's known for telling citizens that if they kill a drug dealer or someone that uses drugs they will not go to jail just openly saying that and has also used his police force basically as an armed army to basically kill any drug users or dealers in his country and thousands Mm -hmm. of people i think it's like what twelve thousand people maybe more maybe less have died up the, the human rights groups have documented over 1,400 killings. Okay. I just multiplied it by 10, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. So, But that's still a lot of people to kill on something that uh, up until Duterte becoming the president, it was just – it was a crime, right? That you're going to be taken to jail and punished accordingly, and now they're like, uh, fuck it. Let's just kill them all. Yeah, and this is, uh, of course, carried out by the Davao Death Squad. So he's got his own little special police force that's running around and, and murdering a lot of these folks. Just like they're just like walking around like I smell weed. Get, yeah. Let's let's blow up this building. 
Go kill some people. Yeah, and and they don't stop there. I mean, they they do not take age into account. They've been known to kill children. Uh, it's yeah, they're absolutely ruthless. Uh, pretty disgusting fuck. Uh, so why we're going to be talking about this today? To put that all into perspective, <laughs> just so you know who these actors are. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, we have Patricia Fox. Uh, Sister Patricia Fox, excuse me. She has a formal title. Uh, And she's been living in uh, Quezon City in the Philippines uh, for quite a while. 30 years. Yeah, she's 71 years old uh, and recently has found out that her visa is going to expire soon. They're trying to get her out of there, uh, mainly because she's an advocate uh, against this type of extrajudicial killing uh, and the fact that they're – raging this this war on drugs so candidly what did the fox say exactly to make this happen uh let's see let me see i i I don't know exactly you don't know what the fox said oh my god (laughs) you got me jimmy (laughs) ring ding 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 oh god <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here like looking through my uh, through the info like okay well let's see well, let me see if I got any direct quotes here you know I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to misrepresent, misrepresent her and you're making a cheesy joke gosh <laughs> bring it back circa 2014 oh man who long ago that that was I think oh, so gosh. yeah we're old. Well, I'm sure Sister Fox would appreciate that. No, I doubt it. She'd probably be like, what? My entire life has been ruined and you quoting a- some shitty YouTube viral video uh, just mm-hmm. to make a sh- l- low joke based on my last name. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So so basically, obviously, so she's so she's a, a nun in, in the Philippines. And so as someone that's trying to actively save lives and souls as uh, someone that, you know, really takes the words of teachings of Christ to heart and not just doing like some voluntourism where she goes and visits the Bahamas for a week and preaches Jesus and parties the entire time and goes back home and tells all her friends about what a good Christian she is. Like she, you know, she lives the life, right? She's, uh, uh, you know, lives there full time. She makes the community problems her own problems. So that way she's working to fix them. And so obviously when you have uh, a president, of a country who's just taking away lives so frivolously and not trying to help anyone, she would be critical of that person. And due to her criticisms, Duterte's like, oh, you don't don't like the way I run my country? Well, I don't like the way you live in my country, so get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, I I, I guess it probably goes without saying, like, this uh, Duterte might might be adamantly against uh, drug users or people who are trafficking but it, it it reaches much farther than that. Just being able to have that extrajudicial power uh, to take out political opponents uh, or people who don't believe similarly to him in terms of uh, you know religion or culture, uh, you know, it, it's it's much farther reaching than that. It, it's a, a principal problem, and not necessarily that he's taking this power to a place that is uh, you know killing a, or targeting a specific group. It's, it's a problem with this guy. So anything that is going to come out a, against him directly is going to be something that he's probably going to find a war against. Uh, I, in, I just in fact, found 
a crazy quote from him in concerns to this whole thing. Uh, just to give you an idea of the mentality of this Duterte dude and how he sees himself and the country of the Philippines. So here we go. Yep. The Catholics are crazy. We don't even know those saints. Who those fools are, those drunkards. I'll give you one patron saint so you don't go astray, he said. Get a hold of a picture of me. Place that in your altar. Saint Rodrigo. Saint Rody. Saint Rody. Nice. Yeah. So that, that pretty much surmises the way he sees himself. Yeah. He, he, he thinks he's a fucking badass, you know? He's, he should be worshipped. That's disgusting. He's pretty gross. He's a gross he's a dude. Nasty dude. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Trump of the East. <laughs> yeah, it's what some have called him. Yeah. And Trump has also said many nice things about him. And he's like, oh, so that's how you take care of drug dealers? Maybe we should do something like that in the United States. Like, uh, Trump, when talking about the opioid crisis, has said some super harsh things of just like, oh, we should just kill them all offhandedly. And then later being like, I didn't mean kill. I know I said kill, but I didn't mean kill. I mean, like, put them in jail forever and, you know, rough them up. Yeah. (laughs) Classic Trump. Yeah, there are all kinds of – this guy will say anything. Uh, I guess he doesn't know who he's talking to. The fact that this is going to be uh, blasted by uh, media as a whole, like, it's, it's, some, it's some pretty like, nasty stuff. He's talking about uh, – it during his uh, campaign in 2016, uh, he was telling his supporters about uh, Jacqueline Hamill, who was someone who was gang-raped and killed uh, during that 1989 Deval hostage crisis. And he was talking about how he should have been the first one to rape her. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it, fucking and, – and it was, of course, uh, uh, religiously uh, motivated because she was an Australian missionary. So you you got to watch this guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be doing some pretty terrible stuff in the future, and I, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of recourse uh, for um, you know any, any type of uh, – you know, counter to his power. He's got this, uh, this death squad that's what rolling around with him. So if you say anything against him, he'll either deport you or flat out kill you. He's a bad dude. Yeah. I'm surprised that we're not getting a little more involved as uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating for the United States to be all imperialistic and whatnot and, you know, get their hands in other people's business. But I, this seems like one of those instances where I think, uh, you know, the United States could stand to step in. Uh, do what? <laughs> I don't know. Like remove him. Like I, some something to that degree. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think any time you remove a leader, it usually just creates a power vacuum, like we've seen in the Middle East. Uh, so I don't know. I th- I feel like sometimes you gotta let countries find their own way. Uh, I'm not saying he's a good dude. Not saying I like him. Uh, but I don't know if necessarily just. <laughs> Coup d'etat somebody who's <laughs> just going to, like... Annex the Philippines! Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is here, but... Russia could do it. We could do it. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Dims, dims the rules these days. Dims the rules. You don't... Someone's a bad dude, just, you know, take out that bad dude. If we had to kill every bad dude on the planet Earth, there would be, like, no countries left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of bad dudes out there. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like if you if you say stuff like this and like you're just like obviously a bad dude, like maybe 
I don't know. Maybe you should be a little bit closer to the top of the list. Maybe. Pecking um, order of bad dudes. Yeah, that's right. We can have the, the prince of Saudi Arabia at the top and there's another dude underneath it. Boom, boom. One and two. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Ugh. Well, uh, what's the silver lining here, Tim? Mm, silver lining of uh, Sister Patricia Fox being removed from the Philippines. Well, I guess one of the silver linings is that she's not just dead. Like, they, they didn't just, like, <laughs> yeah. kill her outright. That's true. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like Stockholm Syndrome-esque. Like, <laughs> thanks for not murdering her because that's what you do to everybody else. True. Um, well, I, I guess it brings more attention to, to Rody's rowdy behavior and just how, how terrible of a guy he is. Um, you know, Sister Patricia Fox could inadvertently be helping a lot of people by being put on a loudspeaker like this. So, I don't know. That's true. Maybe the... The way the national news is talking about this New York Times, BBC, and otherwise, uh, maybe it's shining some light on some bad shit, as so many of the bad shit we look at is having a light shown onto it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. like a spotlight on a big pile of turds. Yep. At a certain point, you hope that uh, all of those piles of turds um, will turn up to, I don't know, uh, fertilize the growth of the solution and that all of the world will turn on this evil and strike it down wherever it it happens to you know be be setting in itself in its own filth here here i don't know oh man it's a it's tough so for those of you that are listening for the first time we we try to always come up with the silver lining uh we we don't want to leave you guys hanging because we know that uh, as Jimmy and I research these topics, and as we're so focused on uh, you know, cynical and sad topics in general, uh, it, it leaves you pretty low most of the time. So we want to try to bring you back up to par at least. That's <laughs> or right. Give, give you a, a, at least a starting point so that you guys can start to research a little bit more, empower yourselves, uh, and you know surpass that type of evil and you know, help us That's- help us fix it. That's right. This isn't the cynic show. This is the cynic empowerment show. We're putting the empower back in cynicism. That's right. <laughs> I didn't know it was a conjunction. <laughs> We're putting the empower cynicism back into the mainstream. <laughs> We're yeah. We're making uh, yeah the cynic empowerment great again. Oh fuck you! God damn it! Is it one point in time? It wasn't, uh, which brings up our next topic, Idaho. Fuck. Uh, I'm so sad. I was born in Idaho. You know that, right? I had no idea. I thought you were born in Texas. I was raised in Texas. Okay. I was born in Idaho. Nice. I don't talk about uh, a lot. I was only Idaho for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking Idaho, man. There's the worst. Do you remember it? Uh, vaguely. Like, I remember my my first experience with death. My dad, uh, not an avid hunter, but there's these things in Idaho called whistle pigs. They're kind of like a mix between, like, they're like a groundhog, but they're, like, skinnier. They're more, I don't know, weaselly-like. And uh, they fuck up the the potato farms out there. And so you can you can shoot as, them as much as you want whenever you want. They're They're a pest. 
And so my dad would take me out into the desert, just a just a boy and his dad and his dad's gun, big blue truck. And he would take his 22 rifle and he would shoot whistle pigs. And like I still remember it like it was yesterday. Like he saw this whistle pig, it was running. He aimed, he shot it. It did like a bunch of flips through the air and it landed in like this sagebrush bush deal. Yeah. And we like walked over to it. And it was just like all its guts were all hanging out and it was just dead. And I was like, oh, that's what death is. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, and I left Idaho when I was seven. So I had to have been like six or five at the time. Yeah. That's <laughs> terrible. So uh, I'm doing a little research on this whistle pig because I'm pretty fascinated by the fact that it's called whistle pig. And it also is uh, has the same name as a very expensive type of whiskey. Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, so a whistle pig's a marmot. Same. Okay. Um, oh, it's the same thing. It does look a, a lot like uh, a groundhog. And in, in Kentucky, where I grew up, you know, we, we also viewed a lot of these types of – I mean, I guess it's a rodent. Is, is it a rodent? Yeah. Yeah, it's a rodent. Uh, I mean, they're they're pests all the way right. around. And I don't, I don't know if you can – can you eat them? Like, are they tasty? We didn't eat them. Can you eat a marmot? I think you can eat anything, but we didn't eat it. You, you just shot it and, like, left it to die? Yep. Nice. They shot it and be like, look, look, son, I hit it. I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Tain, emotion, do not cry. <laughs> Must uh, not. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, because it, I, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of uh, our listeners also remember the, the first time they experienced death like that. Hopefully the first time it wasn't uh, a, loved one. a loved one or a, a human. <laughs> Uh, but, but in fact, something like uh, a hunting trip or, uh, you know, seeing a deer on the side of the road or, you know, something like that, right, uh, right. It, it, it is kind of like, it's unnerving it's unnatural and it, it really, it shocks you as a young child. Oh yeah. Um, let me think, I can't really remember. I, I think it was probably had to do with a deer, like hitting, hitting a deer, uh, and the car. Yeah. And seeing it kind of like. You know, like one of its hoofs hoof is like up in the air, you know, like kind of like moving a little bit. It's like, OK, so I I assume that that deer is just going to pop back up and just run off. <laughs> but it's no, that's never how it works. Right. Nope. And, ugh. Oh, poor marmot. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you didn't do anything else for it. You didn't like finish it off. Uh, I mean, I think it was pretty well dead. It was pretty well dead. I mean, like, it literally, the bullet hit it so hard, it literally flipped through the air and its guts were all hanging out. So I'm pretty sure it was dead by the time we went inside. But the whistle pigs are also gross because they're cannibalistic. Like, you'll see whistle pigs dragging their whistle pig friends out of the road if they get, like, ran over by a car and they'll eat them. That's fucked up. Yeah, they're, they're gross little critters, so I don't really feel too bad about them. Yeah, maybe they should die. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But Idaho. So uh, I guess this is part two of people making horrible mistakes for Halloween this year. And it's just going to keep happening. Last time we talked about a kid who put some meth in his mouth. And now we're going to talk about this school in Idaho. So this Idaho middle school thought that it would be a great, amazing, fun idea 
If because like they're they're super into the Halloween spirit, their teachers always get dressed up every year, and they're like, "What's something that we could dress up as at our school in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, Idaho, in order to you know educate the kids, have them learn something from it as well? We don't want to be too racy or whatever." Aha! Uh-huh, I have the perfect idea. Let's dress up like a border wall. Yep, a border exactly wall with red, white, and blue "Make America Great Again" on the front. Yeah, yeah. And what's on the end? Like you can see, like there's there are these like little like like squares that are uh, kind of offset on the end. I like, think that's just like a a red square and a blue square, probably to represent the two different parties. Maybe I don't know. What the fuck? Doesn't look like it's anything. It just looks like a red square and a blue square to me. I can't read anything off of it. And I would but, encourage anybody to look up the picture. Like they are so freaking happy. Yeah, it, yeah, it's horrifying just because they're just like there's just they have no consciousness to realize like maybe this is a racy thing that like we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> like maybe this is a little bit too political to expose these kids. And they were so proud of their costume that they put it on the school's official Facebook page for the entire world to see. Like, they had no concept that maybe this was a bad idea. Everyone was just all on board. Like, yeah, this is great. Obviously. We should totally do this. This is awesome. Yeah. Everyone's going to agree with this. Teachers definitely shouldn't have the the freedom to uh, you know, publicly is uh embody any type of political message like that in the classroom like especially when they're teaching children that's it's indoctrination right like there's yeah they're they're only the the kids at middleton school uh are only going to hear what their teachers tell them in 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 terms of of education and in political leanings uh what their community tells them and i bet a lot of it espouses these types of ideologies so it's it's technically wrong that they would be able to, you know, be paid by the by the state or any type of uh, public money and do stuff like this. It's, it's despicable. Oh man, you got you got an eagle over here. You got the Statue of Liberty on the other side, waving flags. Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, I don't I don't think the other pictures are shown because they were taken down, but they were also dressed up. Uh, yeah, with like a poncho and a sombrero with like the label Mexican on the hat, just in case you couldn't make the connection, I guess. This yep. is what a Mexican looks like, little Billy. Yeah, and they're just like playing Red Rover with the wall and they just like bounce off. Oh of my it. God. You know, like, look, we're keeping oh, them out. No. Look how great this is. They're not, Jesus they're not taking their jobs. Oh my God. Dur, dur, dur. Yeah. Hey, they, look, they look pretty white. I don't, I don't think they need to worry about. Oh man. Pretty ridiculous. Uh, despite the fact that uh, 9.5% of the city's pop- population is Latino or Hispanic. So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty important um, statistic there because chances are there were some kids in the classroom <laughs> that, that were yeah. Hispanic. And they're right. like, right, what's this all about? Like, what? Why, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah, what that that's the shittiest costume I've ever seen. Like, why is everybody all up at arms about it? Is it because it's so shitty? Like it's just absolutely terrible costume? Why are you guys not a skeleton? You're like, eh. I think next year to get on the train of insensitive uh costumes, I think me and my girlfriend will dress up as a twin towers. I think that could be a fun time. Nice. No one it, could possibly get offended. No, and you could have like a little like a little like plane that you carried around with you yeah 
And if like a prop? Then, just like, you know, hit your girlfriend with it. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure it would go over real well. Yeah, I'm sure no one could possibly get offended. Mm-mm, not at all. Um, and it, 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 it'd just be like, hey, it's it's part of my uh, part of my freedom of speech and stuff. Exactly. And then if anyone started to criticize me or tell me that I was being insensitive, I would just start screaming, "Never forget!" Like over them. And the louder they got, the louder louder I would scream, "Never forget!" Yeah. That w- that way they couldn't tell whether I was being <laughs> sensitive if I was trying to mm. be. I don't even know. See, the key is to like get a lot of people involved with you. So, like, you know, one person could be one half of the tower, another person right. could be another half. You could stand on okay. each other's shoulders and then they could, like, jump off, you know, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and that way, uh, if you guys do get in trouble, which I certainly hope that these people in some way, shape or form were, were disciplined by this stupid decision. Yeah. Uh, at least you got some people to sit there with you, you know, revel in your misery together. Exactly. We can all, yeah, be punished together. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. But uh, and it's debatable. Is this is this the worst? So we've got another Halloween costume. Oh yeah, we also had Hitler dead. So maybe you guys, yeah. we have one more to show, tell you, and so we'll have three costumes. How about you vote by sending us an email and tell us which one you think was the I don't know fuckhead of the year award for shitty Halloween costume. I don't know what 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 the prize would be. Yeah, a steaming pile of shit. The steaming pile of shit award. Yeah. Uh, so uh, take it away, Tim. I, I, I took care of the Ida. Oh, wait, what's the silver lining here? I forgot. Well, we, let's talk about the silver lining altogether because these are very similar. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So I did the Idaho one. You get the Kentucky one. Okay. Why do we keep talking about Kentucky? So in Kentucky, yeah, it, it keeps coming up. Every time we see Kentucky in the news, uh, it seems like they're just putting themselves on display as being a bunch of idiots. Or at the very least, it seems like mass media would like people to believe that there are a bunch of idiots in Kentucky, which is totally true. So I, I'm not going to try to try to deny that, despite the fact that I'm from Kentucky. Jimmy lives in Kentucky. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, there there are definitely some great folks there, but by and large, uh, I think they make some of the most profoundly stupid decisions uh, when it comes to things that are. Our excellent content for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so we have uh, a couple of students who uh, were attending a high school in Adair County, Kentucky. Now, I'm sure uh, a lot of you who are, you know, big fans of school shootings. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Is that how you're phrasing it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Big fans. Uh, people who are interested in uh, these types of very dark topics, uh, the, the horrible things about being a human here on this earth. Uh, one of the most prolific and terrible uh, was the uh, Columbine High School shooting in Littleton, Colorado uh, on April 20th, 1999, of course. Uh, and uh, we got a couple of people who are uh, also using- big fans. What's that? I said also big fans. Also big fans, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they uh, wanted to dress up like uh, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, the two teenagers that uh, committed the uh, the massacre. <laughs> Great decisions, right? Absolutely. Also, shitty costumes. Like all of these things that we're talking about, like – well, I mean maybe with the exception of Nazi Dad. I think that that was like – like the, the, the costume was a, you know, a very high-quality – I mean, yeah, it was 
yeah, he had the regalia. He knew what he was doing. It was historically accurate. Despite the fact that he was like, oh, you know, it was a last minute decision. I went to the party superstore and uh, that's all they had. You know, I could only be a Nazi. (laughs) Yeah, it was my only choice. Yeah, with this, it's like they're not even thinking. They're just trying to I guess they're just trying to uh, attract attention. Yeah. What other reason would you do that? I don't I don't fucking know. Apparently they even uh, in social media posts appear to show the two girls reenacting moments from the shooting with side by side images of them next to actual photos of it. Jeez. So like I, I'm I'm ever, I'm slightly conflicted with this one. Not in the sense that I think they should have done it. But in the sense that we live in a society where school shootings are so – they happen so often. And I don't want to use the term popular in the sense of like, yay, happy, whatever. But in just like the, the, the way it's displayed in the, in the media, everyone knows about it. Everyone hears about it. It's in everyone's collective mind. And so it's almost like I don't even fucking know. I feel like in, in a society where, where that happens so often, I feel like you get the distorted idea – as like a stupid high school kid to be like, oh, this thing is like well known. If I dress up as it, everyone will know what I'm dressed up as, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not to say it's a good idea, but I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm giving them a little bit of a benefit of a doubt. I probably shouldn't, but I don't know. So, do you think that they obviously they both got suspended, like on the dot, right? Yeah. As soon as uh, some administrator walks through the hallways and like, hmm, those people are dressed like school shooters. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's remove. Probably them. not the best thing to come to school dressed to. Pass. Yeah, uh, probably one of the worst. <laughs> I don't know. Can you think of a worse thing to dress up as? <laughs> huh. Well, worst thing to dress up as at a school? No, absolutely no. not. That is the worst. That is thing. literally the worst thing that you could possibly. That is literally the worst thing. Yeah. What are you trying to communicate? Like, I, I know it's an attention grab, but like, are they trying to say like we're going to also follow in the footsteps of these folks? You know, we're. We're we're big fans. We're we're gonna we're gonna also perpetrate the same type of atrocity. I don't know. I'm probably reading into yeah. too much there. Like they're it's probably just an attention grab, like I said prior. Attention grab, just like two stupid teens are like, Oh my god, you know what'd be so fucking funny is if you and I dressed up as the most famous school shooters ever <laughs> and like just think what everyone's reaction will be. Like, like oh my god. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're like uh, like Valley Girl, like the super popular kids? Probably not. They're probably like, Tabitha, <laughs> after we get done slitting our wrist, we should get over our emotional pain by dressing up as school shooters. I don't fucking yeah. know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. I don't want to make the. <laughs> I don't want to make those judgments either way. But I have a feeling it might be a little bit more pointed towards the latter. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, like, good on them for at least knowing who those people are. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah, I mean, that's something that happened, you know, uh, 20 years ago about now. So, I mean, good on them. They're fucking learning about shit that happened before they were born. I'm fucking proud of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are exercising their First Amendment quite pointedly, but in a really dumb way, way, as so many people do. Yeah. And of course, there's two sides of the. There's two sides of the argument here like on one side you have the people who are like yeah they didn't do anything illegal they probably should have been reprimanded by uh you know i don't know by drumming up attention to this sort of thing but on the other side 
uh, people are like, more should have been done. And, and by more, I'm not exactly sure. Like, I don't know, you're going to send them to jail or something? Like, they're high school students. Like, they're dumb. Yeah. Uh, especially if they're dressing up like that. Golly. I mean, that should be a, an automatic indicator that their IQ is a little below average. Right. I mean, if we know anything about the Kentucky public school system is it doesn't, you know, <laughs> work. create... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Kentucky public schools and all people I know that attended yeah. or attending, but still, there it's not known for being the best. No, it, just it say, certainly not. I'm sorry, Kentucky. I'm sorry. It's a, your statistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Insert bullet county joke. I don't know. <laughs> That's another thing I want to point out is as we're reading about these, we tell you the county these things are happening and not the towns because Kentucky's fucking weird and they do everything by county, okay? Yeah, it's the case. I mean, it's it's kind of spread out, so uh, I don't know. Do you, what, what kind of experience do you have living in various counties in Kentucky? Like, I, I know that you lived in, uh, in Berea and you lived in Louisville. Madison and Jefferson, but I would say... I went to Berea in Berea, Kentucky, not Madison County, and I would say I live in Louisville, Louisville, not Jefferson County, because counties have never mattered to me. I've always lived in places that were important enough that you could actually say where you fucking lived, okay? When I lived in Cyprus, I could say I live in Cyprus, Texas, not I live in Harris County, because we actually had a population and a number of people that lived there, Mm -hmm. where I guess in Kentucky, it's like, it's so spread out. There's so few people living in a lot of these places that it's like the county has its collective culture that it's known for, not the town itself. Yeah, and it, I don't know. I don't even think it's important to have that distinction between the counties because most of them overlap in terms of culture anyways. Like unless you're directly around one of the uh, more metropolitan <laughs> – I don't know if you could call Louisville or Lexington like metropolitan areas, but they're certainly more heavily sure. populated. Uh, yeah. And it, the culture is different there, but everywhere else – people dressing up like Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. <laughs> right. Right. Open carrying, wearing overalls, all that good stuff. Exercising as many of the amendments as they can. Exactly. Uh, and damn proud of it. Yeah. Did, did you did you read any of the comments on this one? This is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, no. Fuck. Fuck. I've been avoiding comments. So, yeah, and as you should, because we actually got this story from Fox News. So... A lot of folks are just like, eh, why are they even reprimanding them? You know, like that's something you can just do, you know, just dress up however the hell you want and stroll into places. Oh, God. Gosh. Uh, it, it's, it's almost like they, they, they forget about the fact that there are certain, uh, you know, certain uh, interested groups uh, that have been negatively affected by school shootings. Right. It, they're acting as if, like, a school shooting doesn't happen every fucking week, right? right? Where people might be a little alarmed if someone yeah. came in dressed up as one. Oh, well, my fucking God. Could I, like, God. come into a school dressed up as, or you know, dressed up as Muhammad or, like, a crucified Jesus? Like, no. Like, it's, it's, in, the same, it's in the same category of stuff. Like, you're going to offend a shit ton of people. Uh, it's it's not funny. It's not interesting. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, just bad taste. Yeah, for sure. The same way with these these fucks in Idaho, like just bad taste. Like it's not it's not interesting. Yeah. It's not good. You're just doing no. it to draw attention to yourself. Exactly. You, you yeah, attention. Yeah. 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 All the way around. All right. So let's uh let's move on then. What's the silver lining to this one? So silver lining. 
I think I said this last time for the Nazi dad, yeah. but maybe these people getting this negative immediate attention for doing this shit will let other people know next year for Halloween that, hey, yeah. maybe we shouldn't dress up like active shooters or border walls mm-hmm. or Nazis for Halloween. Yeah, think through your decisions. Uh, <laughs> and the rest of us get to have a nice, good, hearty laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it also goes to show that uh, in uh, in the United States, you do have a lot of freedoms that you don't have in other areas of the world. Uh, right. I, and I, I, I don't know what exactly you could dress up for in Halloween in any of the other countries that practice it to be. As well, I'm pretty sure you can't dress up as Hitler in Germany. I don't know why. I just feel like it wouldn't go over I very I don't think well. so. Yeah, I, I think that that would be one of those off-limits kind of costumes. Um, but I Probably probably wouldn't want to dress up as Hitler in Israel either. I don't know why. You probably wouldn't want to dress up as Hitler anywhere. I I, I don't I don't really know in what what to do. Duterte might be cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I really respect his reform programs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh. They, but yeah, exercise and freedoms. Uh, obviously, that's that's the silver lining. So, Tim, what's your favorite shitty Halloween costume of the year? Oh, man. Nazi dad, border wall, or Columbine shooter girls? Out of those three? um, Yeah, what's your favorite or least favorite? For quality, definitely Nazi dad because they they looked the part. Like, he he was definitely a Nazi. Um, You know, you had that that malicious intent. (laughs) The other Uh two, I don't know, a little half-assed, you know, because dressing up as Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold – Probably all you need is like some military webbing, uh, you know, a couple of holsters and some pants that you tuck into your Doc Martens or something like that. Uh, And then with the other one, it's just a bunch of cardboard. Like they they probably even used like school materials and like construction paper to make their their dumbass border wall. Taxpayer money. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So like, yeah, the other two is just like, I um. I think I'm going to go, like, my favorite, which is also my least favorite. I'm going to go with the border wall, mostly just because of how fucking happy and white these assholes in this picture are and how creepy I find Mm -hmm. it. Like, as far as disturbing, I find it the most disturbing. Uh, And also the fact that these people probably at least have a bachelor's degree, if not more, and they're too fucking stupid to realize how fucking dumb their idea was to dress up like a goddamn border wall. Like, they have no fucking excuse. Who do you think came up with that? (laughs) All of them. It was a collective idea. It was probably like the fucking, I don't know, uh, uh, Sandra, the Sandra of the group was like... Oh, I'm trying to think. We should do. I, th- I was thinking we should do a group. We should do a group. Bo- uh, a group. Uh, awesome, uh, Halloween costumes here. We should have a theme. Uh, and so I think uh, with the midterm elections coming up, there's no better idea than a border wall. And then I don't know. Fucking Lauren was like, "Oh my god, a border wall! That's a great idea!" And they all just like chimed in, and they're like, "Oh, we could do it like this and that. We could cut out letters and So continuing the. Uh... <laughs> The Kentucky shit show. Oh man, are are we off to uh to discuss these these wonderful gentlemen? More like Ken Fucky, am I right? Ken Fucky, <laughs> Jeremy Hunt, and Justin Stumler. Yeah, the folks located in minimum security in Louisville, actually. I'm pr- so fucking proud. Of this. Correction. Definitely. So they might have been in your uh, neck of the woods, there, Jimmy. 
Yeah, I, 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 you know, I would like to say that all the stupid shit happens in the buttfuck nowhere parts of Kentucky, but you know, uh, it's just not the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not the case. Yeah, uh, and this, I don't know. I, I think this is a little, little bit ingenious. Like, if these guys yeah, were able to have pulled it off, I don't think we'd be seeing their picture here. That's true. You're and right. I, I, I bet that they could have. Uh, they, they got out. Hell, like, I mean, they, they were. They, they did get caught, but – okay, so here's a story. It's pretty simple. Uh, <laughs> they're trash cans <laughs> that food waste is inside of. These guys yep. got into the trash cans and rode yep. them out. <laughs> genius. Fucking genius. They both worked in the kitchen. Yep, as would be expected if they were in the food waste trash cans. Yes. I'm really surprised that a guard didn't like look around and be like, hey, um, have you guys seen – Jeremy and Justin? Yeah, do you <laughs> – you know where you know where they went. I mean, they were they were working in the kitchen a second ago, and then all of a sudden the trash cans got heavy. <laughs> yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Or they get lugging it out, and it's like holy shit! The the trash inside of this weighs like I don't know two hundred pounds. It's almost yeah. like there's a human body in it. Right. Yeah. I don't. I'm not quite sure how the trash cans got moved outside without someone realizing. Like, holy shit, these trash cans are really fucking heavy. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I know how heavy our trash can gets here at the house, and I'm I'm pretty sure I would be able to notice if there was a human being inside of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it would add a couple hundred pounds, right? I mean, so it's probably like a dumpster. Like they say, trash cans, but it, it it's probably like like a big industrial waste disposal. You think like some giant like machinery has to be used to move it kind of situation. Yeah. But that makes sense. But even then it's like if they were putting in a, in a garbage truck, wouldn't they be risked to, you know, be crushed inside? Yeah, I think they'd be crushed. So maybe, I don't fucking know. Yeah, so, yeah, it couldn't be a garbage truck because then they would have been crushed and killed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this weird fucking, uh, I mean, obviously, they would have to have guards take out the trash because you wouldn't have, want the inmates to be like, all right, Justin, so you go and take out the trash outside of the facility. That way the dumpster, you know, the trash truck could come and pick it up, right? I don't know. I'm not quite sure who the fuck takes the trash out. But regardless, once it was taking outside, some witnesses saw some dudes jump out of some trash cans were like, uh, Mr. Police Officer, I saw some guys jump out of the trash can. <laughs> Uh, you might want to go chase it. <laughs> so then the police officers went back over and they took the trash cans and they put them back in the the respected cells. <laughs> oh yeah, where uh, <laughs> fucking Jeremy and Justin just popped their heads out late in the middle yeah. of the night. Like, okay, I think that's enough time spent waiting in this trash. Can. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then they get out and they're like, "Fuck, I'm back in my what the back fuck." It's like one of those cartoons where, like, someone thinks they're, like, being, like, a Looney Tunes cartoon. They're being, like, really sly, but everyone knows what they're doing. And then, like, the the screen, like, zooms in on the trash can of it being carried. And, and then Jeremy and Justin are just sitting there like, <laughs> we're going to get out. <laughs> and they're, like, trying to be quiet. And then when it zooms back out, the trash can's just, like, back in the cell. And they're like, hey, stop moving. Let's pop out. The coast is clear. They're like, god damn it. Yeah. Been filed again. They like they got trash all over them. They smell like shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna paint like a tunnel on like the side of the wall of their cell. They're like, all right, Justin, all you gotta do is run into the wall and <laughs> you'll be clear out of here. He's like, really, Jeremy? Is that how it works? <laughs> yes, it sure does. I've seen the cartoons. You just gotta run real fast and believe. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Here I go. Yeah. Oh, poor fellas. Ah, oh, poor Kentucky. Just so dumb. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> God damn it. Um. Silver, silver lining. Silver. Oh, you know, it's not even that sad. It's more funny than anything. Uh, silver lining to uh, yeah, it's not sad. It's not sad at all. <laughs> this is ingenuity. We don't know silver lining needed. This. They're already they're already ecstatic about the fact that people had this kind of resourcefulness exactly. to escape in trash cans. Who would have thunk of it? You know, mm-hmm. who who would have thought that 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 would have not worked. <laughs> And if people are interested of why they were in jail, they were burglars. They were stealing shit. Yeah, uh, minimum so. security. That's why they were able to do this in the first place. So right. in maximum security, I'm almost positive that they have a security officer that's checking inside all the dumpsters. Or at the yeah. very least, they hire people that know the difference between 30 pounds and 230 pounds. Yeah, uh, exactly. Which you would think, I don't know. I guess these these guys at the minimum security facilities are just jacked, and they just can't tell the difference. Yeah, I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah, there's trash cans all day. I'm gonna show this trash can who's boss. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I don't think we need a silver lining for this one. Nope. It's pretty great. Um, well, okay, let's uh, let's make it a little bit more personal. So we, we're at, at the end of each episode, we. We try to make sure that we give each other an opportunity to be a little bit selfish in front of you guys uh, and, you know, just vent. So, Jimmy, what do you think? Uh, is there anything that's bothering you? Anything that you're sad about lately? So the only reason why I'm sad is because I'm getting old and I can't hang. You know that Gaslands game I play every once in a while? Mm-hmm. We were going to play on Friday and I went over to my friend's house to play and uh, there was a bigger group. We were waiting a while for people to show up, and, you know, we were drinking up until, you know, we were going to play, and basically, right before we started playing, I was doing, like, the nodding off thing it, where I was sitting, where yeah. people were like, Jimmy, are you are you okay? Uh, is anything wrong? It's like, yeah, I'm just really tired. I need to lay down, and so I, I'll be right back. So I went, and I laid down on a couch, and then I, like, time-traveled, and I woke up four hours later, and they were cleaning up for the game. I didn't get to play at all. I just, I just go. I just slept. rest for a second. I just slept for like a straight four hours straight. Oh my god! It was like a Friday night. I was just snoozing. Yeah, that sucks. I was sad. I was like, God damn it! I've been looking there. forward to this. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, that's the worst part too. Like you, you, you know, you want to do it, and you're yeah. working hard all week thinking about that exactly like oh we're gonna get to play oh it's gonna be so much fun yeah and then you get there and you just you pooped out you know you, you spent yeah. all your energy on things that weren't important exactly <laughs> you know like doing doing somebody else's work for them and exactly and boom that is, so sad. That's, that's pretty sad man i'm sorry dude it's okay um uh, uh on a yeah. similar note i uh I, I, over the past Three or four years, uh, I've started to be totally unable to stay up for movies if they're late in the night. Like, if I start a movie at like, I don't know, eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, there's yes. like a ninety percent chance that I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> I fall asleep all the time. Like, I've become my dad. <laughs> like, I can't. I just can't stay up for it anymore. Yeah. There's just. I don't know if it's not enough. Like stimulus. 
stimulation. Like I, I, I can't just focus on the movie. I have to also have some other thing that I'm doing or thinking about, or I have to be accomplishing a task constantly having my hands in something else. I, I think there's something to that. I think uh, like a like a movie, it's kind of a relaxing thing. You're just like sitting, just doing that, not doing anything else. And I think uh, you and I, uh, many millennials and Americans in general, are apt to always be on the go, always doing something, always trying to figure out some problem, come up with some solution. But the minute you're sitting down, you know, in the dark, uh, like staring at a screen without any other cares in the world, I feel like your brain just like mm-hmm. go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, rest. We're, we're in a uh, a culture these days that uh, where we we are essentially training ourselves to be multitaskers. You know, we we have. Uh, when, when's the last time that that you had an internet browser open and you only had one tab open? Never. Uh, or I can't remember, like I, I'm, I'm looking at a computer screen right now and I have six tabs open and, oh no, wait, I have two browser windows open. So I have, <laughs> I have a total of, uh, eight, eight tabs open technically. There you go. Yeah. And I'm trying to delineate between the two. Like I've got, I've got my, like my work stuff here. Now the other one, I've got a lot of my play stuff and you know, <laughs> multitasking is constant, you know, you can't ever really catch a break. Exactly. Oh man. Yeah, that's too bad, dude. It's okay. I'll, somehow, through all these trials and tribulations, we'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get through falling asleep. It's nice that you got a thing, though. Like, yeah, Gaslines is a blast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. To all our sure. listeners out there that are into uh, you know, role-playing games uh, or, or just tabletop gaming in general, like, give it a try. It's really fun. Yeah. Check out Gaslands from Osprey Games, mm-hmm. small gaming community and company. The rule book's only seventeen dollars. Mm-hmm. Could be fun. Osprey, give us sponsorship they money, give us please. Sponsorship money. Yeah, we're please. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out okay. All right, Jimmy. Well, I think that about wraps it up for the day. Uh, where all can they find us? <laughs> All right, so if you have something that you too are sad about, you can reach us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also message us on Facebook. You can like our little page there, send us a message. We would love to hear from you. Let us know what your favorite shitty Halloween costume this year was. We've got three to choose from between Hitler, Dad, uh, Border Wall, Idaho, and uh, Stupid Columbine Girls. So feel free to let us know your thoughts and opinions on your First Amendment rights. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So everybody, we hope that you will keep your head up and we will catch you next time. Yeah, everybody, catch you next time. Be smart. Think about your decisions. All of your actions have consequences.